Hello, everyone. My name is Portia Kimball, and I am here with the PK Project podcast. Uh, It's been a very interesting week. I came back from visiting my parents last week, and I'm back in it. Had a little fun over the weekend, which that'll be another topic on dating. But the topic for today is entrepreneurism, entrepreneurship, however you want to spin it. I think there is this great facade in this very blurred line about being an entrepreneur. I had worked, always worked in corporate America since the moment I graduated college. And in 2022, February 10th, was my last day working a corporate job. So I have been out of the nine to five for a little over a year now. So I can actually, like like most people who've done this, I can talk about both. Now, what I can tell you is the shit is hard, especially as a single person. Um, when I was working a corporate job, I was working my business and I never had a problem with it. People would always ask me at work, like, why don't you stop and just make cakes? But I was brought up to work your ass off, which I think a lot of us have been taught that. And, you know, you, you don't stop, like you don't quit your job to work for yourself. That's kind of unheard of. You know, my mom is old school, even though she is self-employed, she always wanted to make sure that I had a job that would provide benefits and 401k, you know, make sure the insurance was intact. And, you know, we have seen a major shift in 20 years from that, from back then to now. And, you know, some jobs don't offer a pension or 401k, you know, PTO and sick time is a little different now. Sometimes it's just lumped in and you take what you need. Uh, People are working from home now. And so, you know, I was just conditioned, like I said, like most Americans to just work, work, work and make as much money as possible. I mean, that's, isn't that, that the American dream just to work your ass off till you can't work anymore. And when I decided to pull the plug, I was in a relationship at the time and my ex was like, I'll take care of, you know, the rent and things like that, like major bulk, a bulk of the bills. I had always, I have always done better than anyone financially in any of the relationships I have been in. I've always been the breadwinner Uh, and not just because I have a college degree, but I've always had some sort of extra hustle on the side that would bring in extra funds, you know? And so I never had a problem with money management. I've always been very responsible with my money. I've always paid my bills on time, if not before. And that's who I've always been. So I have worked my butt off in my business and worked my butt off for someone else. And then working for someone else and not getting the accolades, the appreciation, you know, the promotions and the money behind it, even though I felt salty about it at that time, it never stopped me from still working for someone else. I never would have thought I could work for some work for myself. You know, when people would bring it up. I'm like, no. And then I used to think, okay, could I do it? Yeah, but it's scary. I don't I don't really think I want to do that. So last February, you know, I had a ton of classes I was teaching last year and traveling. The classes were expensive. I was like 20 to 25 people in each class. And 
it was great. It was a great time because a lot of people had paid for half or most of the class prior during COVID. You know, we were coming out of that. So everyone was just spending money like water. Now I come to the other side and, you know, December and January or really January was like the worst month for me. And it probably is for most entrepreneurs, but this was my first year and this is my first time just being for myself. Last year was different because I had some new flavors that came out. Those were super popular. Those were popping. So my money was coming from there. My money was coming from classes. Uh, My retreat was doing really well. So of course, all this money was just flowing in. And then, you know, sometimes money seems low at times. Not Not a lot of the times last year. I'm referring to last year. So it seemed okay. Until I hit the fall when I decided to up and move, which, you know, moving isn't cheap with finances and things like that. And so I kind of hit a fork in the road with my finances. January was horrible. I've never had a credit card company call me and ask me for money. Like, where is it? I've never in my life had a bill collector call me in my life until January. I mean, I knew the money was coming. It just wasn't coming fast enough. And it's like one day you have $100, one day you have $50, and then next day you can have like 10 grand. It's truly a roller coaster to be an entrepreneur. And January, I got through it. That was hard. February was great. March was great. April was great. Now we come to May. Normally by this time, it's mid-May. I would have already paid my rent. This month is a little different. And though I have two flavors that are coming out, there was a bit of a delay with the manufacturer, which in my mind, even though it's not them, it's me. It mentally messed with me because I'm thinking, okay, it's not it's not the warehouse fault. It's not the manufacturer's fault. It's not their fault at all. They don't know what financial strain I'm in or whatever the case may be. It's it's no one's business. It's just this month is a little bit different. And it makes me, it's triggered me to make me feel like I'm back in January, even though everyone's level of brokenness is different. Like everyone wants to see a certain amount in their bank account. And if you don't have that amount, you feel a little uneasy or you feel a little bit uncomfortable. And, you know, I've never had a man take care of bills for me or pay my rent. Uh, I've never had a man do any of those things. And I've never asked a man either. Um, That just, that's just me. And some people may say I'm stupid. Like you don't ask. No, I'm doing all this on my own and I'm okay with that. But it, it's moments like this, like today that I had that I feel pressure in my chest and I'm like, should I go get a job? (laughs) I'm serious. It's crazy. And I, I think I only told like a handful of friends this, but back in, well, last December, I think it was just one of those things like I'm going to need a job. So November, December, I was putting out my resume and then I got a call in February. Yeah. End of January, early February um, uh, from a school that needed someone to help with an after-school program. And I was like, you know what? This is perfect. It's part-time. It's a couple of hours in the afternoon. I can still ship my flavors out, do what I need to do for myself until one o'clock, 
you know, it was like four or five hours Monday through Friday. And if I needed to take off, I could, I could let them know. I'm like, this is perfect. Did not have anything going on in March, right? It was very just the money seemed like it was going to be dry. I take a cake class and then right after that, I have to go to this training. So I go to this training about being an instructor with the school and this is to help underprivileged children. Okay. And I'm learning a ton, but what was weird is I could not see myself like dealing with those kids, not because I didn't want to, but it was like, I couldn't visually see myself like working there. And then all of a sudden, all of these one-on-one cake sessions just were coming in one after the other, one after the other, where they were during the week. And I thought, if I start this job, I'm not going to be able to do it because, I mean, I was like doing back-to-back sessions and it just wasn't even on the weekend. It was during the week. So I was like, this isn't going to work. I'm not going to be able to work there. And then I also had my cake retreat at the beginning of April. So I didn't actually end up going. Uh, It did not work out for me, which I felt like there was a reason for that. I feel like there's a reason and timing for everything. I don't care what anybody says. I can tell you right now that my instincts and intuition has been 99.999% accurate. You can ask my friends if I'm like, this person's not doing this. This person's not coming. This is going to happen. It happens every time. Hands down. I'm always right when it comes to that. So I felt like the cake training is what I needed because I needed it for myself, but I also needed this training on being a better instructor. I don't really know if I've been taking heed to that, but I felt like God put me there like, okay, first it was the cake class. It needed to like fuck me up and get me on track artistically. Then this training on being a teacher and instructor, I was like, okay, this is God saying, here's your training. You've been needing this. You need to update. You need to do certain things. You need to try some new techniques. This is it. Then we had the retreat, which was April. I had a little personal time, and now we come to May. So I got news, you know, the warehouse things weren't coming, even though we're a little behind just due to life situations. And again, it just, it gave me a lot of pressure on my chest. And I was like, do I need to go get a job? Like, And I think about that because I don't feel like I'm too good to go back to work. It wouldn't bother me if I did. I just know that whatever job that I would go to would have to be something that I would want to do. It can't just be anything. I I don't want to go back to being a doormat. The other part is, is it all going to work out by the end of the month and all my bills are going to get paid? Absolutely. Like hands down, it's, it's there, it's coming. It's not a problem. It's just uncomfortable. This is the part on the other side of being an entrepreneur that people don't talk about. The taxes have eaten my ass up. It has made me want to go to work and not travel to teach as much or drop my flavoring line so I don't make as much money. Um that's where it's at because the more money, more problems. And people say, oh, you need to do this. They can tell you what to do all day. But I don't have, you know, children. I don't have a house. I don't have a big business. I don't have all of these things to spend money. I'm spending money on as much as possible. On travel, I spent $40,000 last year just on travel. $25,000, a little over that, just on supplies. So 
you know, I see people like, oh, I made this much this month online. Okay, but where are the deductions? Because when you teach online, you have to take where are the deductions for that. If you make ten thousand dollars online, you better have spent five thousand somewhere, <laughs> if not more. That's the rule of thumb. And I've had to cut out a few things in my life. Um, you know, my assistant isn't coming with me. I just couldn't, you know, I couldn't afford that expense. I could actually, but I didn't want to. I was like, this could go towards supplies. Like her plane ticket could go towards supplies. There's no need for me to do both. And my classes are not as full. Excuse me. I am plenty capable of teaching a lot of people on my own. I just know I'm going to have to work my ass off when I get there. That's just what it is. There's no fun time. There's no me like hanging back on some things. No, I'm in the trenches. I'm doing it. That's what it is. You know, it's crazy because like, I don't know, uh, three weeks ago, I had several thousand dollars in my account. However, I had to pay to get my flavors, you know, the supplies and pay to get it processed, you know, get it done. And then, you know, you just feel this sense of where did it all go? It's like you get a grip of money and then it goes away. And so I think, God, you know, if I had a paycheck, you know, I could be this money could be towards bills and be easier to do the flavors. But then what would happen is I would add a third income or really a fourth because you have PTK Enterprises that has the flavors. You have PTK Enterprises that has the classes. Those are the two main things that bring in the most funds. Then I have a cake retreat that brings in money, not a ton, but it brings in. So that's three sources of income. If I go back to work, that's four, which means I'm going to owe even more of my taxes. And I don't want to owe anymore. I'm tired. Where is my rich husband? Because I'm tired. But then you look at it like, you know, when I got my taxes done this year, I never would have thought my accountant would have said, you made the most money you have ever made in my life. The most money I'd ever made was me working for myself. I was talking to a friend today and he had gotten into some legal trouble and he was like, oh, you know, are you pulling in, you know, X, Y, and Z? And I was like, no, I'm, I'm pulling in more than that. He was like, this much? I was like, no, I'm, I'm pulling in more than that and he was just like wow p like damn he was like i wasn't even pulling that much in you know during i don't think he was pulling that much in during his illegal activities but he was like to know you're doing this by yourself like you have no monetary sponsors you have no husband no man like your house is is a your apartment is super nice and you have a you know a car he was like there's things that you're probably spending money on that people don't see, which they don't. I, I do have a beautiful apartment. It's not cheap, just like the other one I lived in. I don't drive, you know, a foreign car or anything because I don't want to pay the expense on, you know, 400 to 600 or $800 tires. Like, that's just not who I am. I've never been materialistic, even though I may have a few expensive items. That's just never who I've, I've never been that person. But I will say it's insane you know, because like I said, you feel this tightness in your chest and you just feel glad like we're almost through. We're halfway through the month and certain things are not being taken care of. And it makes me think, God, if I went to work, I could do this and this and this. But then there's opportunities that come with being an entrepreneur 
that, you know, I would not have been able to do if I was at work. I current, I recently had an opportunity, a potential opportunity for something amazing. And it was crazy to finally say, I can go, I can do whatever, whenever, because I'm not tied down with a corporate job. You know, before I had been asked to do several baking competitions and my boss was just like, if you go, you're not going to have a job. And I was too afraid to take that leap. You know, people ask all the time, like, well, how much money did you have? Bitch, I didn't have any. I think I only I only paid rent in all my bills a month or two before, like ahead. That was it. Uh, I didn't get a stipend because I quit. Uh, I didn't have a lot. My 401k. And I just went out by the grace of God. It's just it's insane. I, I think I got five thousand dollars for my 401k and I put it towards my flavors and pretty much charged my card as much as I could to pay what I could just to get it off the ground. And of course it all came back threefold, but that takes time and it doesn't come back all in one lump sum, like how you spent it. It just, it doesn't work that way. And it is scary. It's like you can be in a corporate job and you just hate it. And, but you know what it's taking care of, which is your kids and your kids, you know, health insurance or whatever, paying for your car payment. And then you have people online saying, oh, you know, just quit. But no, do not quit if you can't do it. If you know you're not a hustler, this is not for you. I'm telling you right now, it's not for you. It's not for a lot of people. Uh, I felt okay doing it because I don't have any kids to take care of. But I will say, you know, ladies and gentlemen, if you do have a spouse that is telling you to quit and they will take care of things go for it why would you not trust your partner uh if they've never given you any doubt let me say that first i don't see why you wouldn't try i wish i did have a partner to come in and say don't worry about x y and z just take care of this do your business and keep it pushing you know so if you do have it use it why wouldn't you why wouldn't you allow yourself the freedom to see who you are on the other side. And and that may scare people where they don't want to do that. But I've never had that. I'm never going to have a man tell me that. It's just, it's never going to happen. I, I know it's not. And I'm okay with working. I've always worked all my life. And I've worked hard for it. And I'm at this point, which I know a lot of people are here. There just, there has to be something more. This isn't enough for me, what I'm doing. There's days I just feel so fucking stuck. And I'm just like, this isn't it. This is, this is not what all I'm here to do is feel semi-retired and send flavors out and travel to teach because that's not always going to be here. I'm not always going to want to do that. And I question myself on days like this. If I'm doing the right thing, I question myself if, you know, these bills are going to get paid and I question myself, you know, I don't want to ask my parents for help. I'm 42 years old. I haven't asked them for help since college. And then you have this sense of calmness of it's going to work out because it always does. And you have to bet on yourself. And I'm fine with that. You know, I know there's some other things I could do 
you know, I have friends say, well, why don't you teach online classes? Everyone's teaching online classes. And, you know, my friends always like, but that doesn't mean it's you. Yeah, but we also have all these things that people are giving for free. And it's like, I don't want to cheap in and sell my class for five or $10 when people can see it online for free. I also probably not also, I know I don't give myself the credit that I deserve that I worked for in my profession. Uh, you know, people don't go around just telling me, Oh my God, you're so great. You don't get that. And I'm, and I don't need it. It's more of a me problem than anything which I'm having to work on. And there's just a shift, you know, I'm older now and I'm an OG. I'm not in my thirties pushing it like I once was. And I know that. And like I said, this isn't going to be something that's forever. There's, you know, I would love to be able to put back half of what I make to put towards my future. But sometimes as an entrepreneur, it doesn't always happen that way. You don't, you don't always get to keep what you receive. And that's the hard part about this. You know, I've never relied on anyone to help me. I've never done any of those things right now. It's just, it's a weird time for me. Other people, maybe their weird time was last month as an entrepreneur. Maybe your time is coming. I don't know, but I'm telling you right now, it's an uneasy feeling certain months where you just don't have it. And you question yourself being an entrepreneur. I don't like that people sincerely just glamorize being an entrepreneur because it's not for everyone and it's definitely not for the weak. So if you're someone who's super anxious or have or paranoid or like, oh, my God, because you don't see a certain amount all the time, you will die. You will kill yourself. You you will just be obsessed with the number. And as being an entrepreneur, you can't do that. It's ebbs and flows. Ladies and gentlemen, it's ebbs and fucking flows on how the money is in your account. And it's crazy because we say we don't want other people to control the money. When you go, when you work in corporate America, they're controlling the money. If they let you go, they let you go. They don't owe you anything. You can get let go at any time. No one is, no one is safe in corporate America. And in entrepreneurship, you know, you got you. But sometimes you may not have the other part. There's there's a pro and a con to both, you know, and I appreciate those who commend me and like, wow, you're doing it by yourself. That's scary. I mean, I've talked to grown men that are the same age as me or older and they're like, I would never have the guts to do what you're doing or bet on myself. And really. I'm in limbo. I'm in limbo right now about what my next move is, but I know this isn't enough for me and this just ain't fucking it like this is it to an extent, but there's got to be more. And I'm hoping whatever that is that I have put out into the universe just comes back my way because this just wouldn't be enough. This just isn't enough. So if you're debating and, and hopefully I didn't scare you, just know if you want to go out on a limb and do this entrepreneurship thing and you're a single individual, you're going to have to hustle and you can't be lazy. You have to create structure and boundaries for yourself. If you have a supportive partner telling you to go for it, fucking go for it. Take your clothes off and jump in the goddamn pond. It's cold. It's cold. You're going to shiver. But I promise you, it's well worth the risk because you have security. Why not go for it? You know what? Work will always be there. So just try it out. 
And some people are probably scared to be the best version of themselves. I didn't know what I was doing, but I took a risk and it did pay off and it pays off every month. Sometimes I ask myself like, God, you know, I could be at work. I could be talking to other people or in meetings. And that doesn't bother me either. It wouldn't bother me to go back again, but it would have to be something that I would love to do. The other thing is there's just always been a way. And it maybe wasn't me carving that pathway, but there's just been a way and it's just worked itself out. And I think that's just believing in myself and and believing in God or whatever higher power that you truly believe in. So think about it, see where you're at, write it down. And if you have some funds, I say go for it. If you have a loving and, and supportive partner and financially you're you're in the middle ground, I say go for it. Then there's some people I'm not going to tell you to go for it and you know you're broke and you know you're lazy. But I will say if you just feel like it's free and your gut feeling is telling you to go for it, fucking go for it. Thanks, everyone. This is PK with the PK Project Podcast. Hopefully this back and forth of pros and cons and both sides of being an entrepreneur and working corporate America gave you some enlightenment on what it's like out here and how it truly feels because it's not always rainbows and butterflies.